0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in
1: perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Now take a moment to grab your phone and visit your go-to financial news website. Scroll through the page for just a few seconds. I'd be willing to bet, i I'd be willing to bet you a nice coffee that there's at least one prominently placed article with a headline declaring that a recession is on the horizon. Oh, yeah. Now, headlines, you know, of impending recessions are enough to make even the calmest kind of person reach out for a cold washcloth and place it on their forehead. At the same time, while conditions appear ripe for a recession, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that one's coming. And thankfully, if we are greeted by a recession in the coming months, there are some things that you may be able to do to help offer your financial strategy some degree of protection. Now, during our time together today, we're going to chat about some steps, many of which are quite simple, that you can take to help yourself weather a potential recession. But before we delve into our topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who's even more valuable than a gallon of gas.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, Wow. Well, I mean, uh, you know, at uh, what is it in Cali, right? In California, I think it's over $7 a gallon. How? how much is it around you What what's the cost there right now uh we're almost six dollars a gallon yeah yeah wow wow you're still less than uh some places in southern cal though uh that i've uh, read about they're over seven in in at some stations anyway but you know what i think because of the gas prices greg i think i'm just gonna buy a horse and ride it around all summer There you go. (laughs) Instead of a car. I think at this point, I mean, isn't it safe to assume that uh, oats are cheaper than gas right now? Well, it's probably, yeah. I would say that's a safe
1: (laughs) safe assumption.
0: Yeah, and unlike a car, a horse will actually react appreciatively when I rub its nose, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, well, inflation has been rearing its ugly head, but now with the feds raising the interest rates to deal with inflation... It looks like we're headed into a recession, so uh, I think this is a timely topic. Like you said, it's everywhere; it's online, every news channel, every newspaper. They're all talking about it, uh, and people are bracing for a recession. So this is a, a good topic to talk about today.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what exactly does that mean? And I kind of want to put it in perspective. And I, I think this is a good topic um, for our. Our final show before summer break. Um, I, I guess we can call them seasons, right? What are we? Season five coming back. <laughs> yeah, but we'll be back in August um, sure. for for our next season. But yeah, I just wanted to let our listeners know um, if they don't see a show coming up, you know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a few weeks until we start recording again.
0: Sure, little summer break, a little month and a half break for summer. That's not bad. That's not bad. So, uh, what about recession proofing our retirement? What do we have to do?
1: Well, I got a great uh, article, uh, Go Banking Rates article. It's 23 biggest ways to recession proof your retirement. And it's got some excellent insights, many of which reinforce the solid nuts and bolts advice you've probably heard from your financial services professional. And the article's first piece of advice is don't panic. Now, I get it. Right now, you're probably saying, don't panic, G. Thanks for that profound insight. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't even begin to tell you the number of times during my career when I've received a panicky phone call or an office drop in from a client, just looking for some reassurance. I'm usually able to calm them fairly quickly. But the point is, panic is common. And as the article explains, if you have assets in the market, it's important to avoid panic selling. Now, not only do those who tend to make fear-based decisions on when they sell, they tend to kind of time the market bottoms. You know, it's when you feel that that pain of rock bottom when you can't take anymore that usually marks the end of that sell-off and they miss out on the recovery when the economy starts warming back up. Now, if you're recently retired or if your retirement's still maybe just a couple years away, there's even less reason to panic. For example, the article explains in 2008, when well, now we all remember that one, the US economy contracted by 0.1% in 2009 it contracted by 2.5 percent but by 2010 the economy was growing at a pre-2008 rates and by 2013 the stock market had not only largely recovered but actually accelerated and posted some gains so we've been through this before bottom line is stick to your strategy yeah and especially if you put the time and effort into
0: crafting a financial strategy uh, or work with a financial professional like yourself to get that strategy in place, the smart move would be to stick with it.
1: Right, and we set up our clients to be able to weather anything that the market can throw at us, right? We, we hedge with safe investments, we use yield only for taking income, we're not selling low. These hiccups are all part of the cycle. Now, barring any significant life changes that is, um, I think that's, that's mostly true. The next way that you can help recession-proof your retirement is to continue kicking money into your retirement accounts. So if the market is sputtering as you draw close to your final day at work, you may feel an urge to stop dedicating money to your 401k or IRA, but don't give into that urge. As many of you probably know, you can typically hold on to your 401k with your former employer or roll it into an IRA account. And if you decide to keep that plan In retirement, you'll likely want to continue adding to it while stocks are trading low so you can buy at lower prices. That way you can enjoy those gains when the market eventually does get back on its feet.
0: Yeah, and Greg, you've said before, uh,
1: history has proven sooner or later the market always gets back on its feet. Right. And the market has a natural upward bias. There's ebbs and flows. Uh, but there's never been a 15-year period in the market's history. If you take Great Depression, 2008, the tech bubble, 2001, 87, Black Monday, that has returned negative. So time is always on the side of the market, and we're in it for the long run. We're always going to have long-term gains. Yep. We're in it to win it. Right. And another tip, um, making sure your assets are nicely diversified is another way to help weather some of the pain through the recession. It's important to note diversification doesn't necessarily assure or guarantee better performance and it doesn't eliminate the risk of investment loss. But why is diversification important? Because it spreads out risks for investments that aren't performing well, but positions you to capture the upside on investments that are performing well. So the article points to tools like laddered bonds, money market funds, and cash value, for example, things like life insurance policies, as potentially good ways to keep your financial strategy diversified. Yeah. And, you know, you've definitely sold
0: me in the past, Greg, on the importance of diversification. And if any of our listeners have questions about that or want a steady hand to help them do it, I would recommend working with an independent financial services professional, somebody like yourself, who can walk them through that, make sure they avoid the landmines when it comes to making a mistake that could cost them down the road.
1: Yeah, exactly. We talked about that last week too, about diversification, different styles of investing, having a hedge, not relying 100% on the market. All these things are very important to help you weather recessions and and bumps in the road. Um, Another point that the article makes, uh, Tony, was real assets is another way that you can help guard your financial strategy against recession. Now, real assets include things like natural resources, you know, equipment, land, uh, precious metals, of course, real estate and commodities. And for those folks who are close to retirement, a strategy that includes a good chunk of these real assets can be especially important. The article also holds up gold as a potentially smart move when it comes to real assets. Now, gold is currently performing fairly well. And according to the article, many experienced financial professionals predict it continue to do so for for some time.
0: Yeah hopefully and I think that's really important to understand and the the potential for this incoming recession can be stressful but I hope some of these tips you're giving us calm some nerves out there. Uh, Why don't we take a minute to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up their own plan and answer get some of the questions answered they might have about their own personal situation financially.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're a little nervous about what's going on, what things are on the horizon, maybe questioning whether or not you're properly balanced and if you can weather whatever the market throws at us, you'd like second opinion, feel free to give us a call 808-791-2924 or check us out on our website, therogroup.org.
0: All right, this is Retirement Paradise. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Greg Gunther. Greg, this has been a good show so far. Uh, You've been talking about what we can do to protect our retirement and financial strategy against recession. And I know in the last several weeks, there have been a lot of news stories and articles in the financial news predicting that a near-term recession is all but inevitable. I heard a couple talking heads this week saying we're in one. Uh, So I know you have more tips
1: for us regarding that. So let's get to it. Sure. Yeah. The next points um, would be to, as you get closer to retirement, as you get older, perhaps decreasing your stock exposure as a way to potentially protect your retirement from finances in a recession. Now, this kind of ties back to that old rule of 100. Donnie, remember 100 minus your age is about how much you should have an equity exposure. Theory behind that being as we get older, we scale back our risk exposure. Now, as I tell my clients and the article um, that I previously mentioned reinforces it's a long held guideline that no matter how the economy is performing you should plan on reallocating your portfolio to more conservative directions as you age no matter if it's going up or if it's going down it's not about Mm. predicting it's about reacting now generally speaking this more conservative allocation should be considered when you're nearing retirement. is when you kind of pull away a little bit and get into things that have a little bit more safety, more guaranteed, maybe less volatility. Doesn't mean you run away from the market, don't get me wrong. Just maybe tone down your risk level, put a little bit into safety and make sure that you have that proper balance because as, you, as your financial life evolves and you get close to retirement, your risk score also evolves. And the article, recommends that you slowly increase your exposure to safer assets, while at the same time, you know, reducing your risk to the stock market. For example, it's widely held that a good rule of thumb is that 60-40 kind of ratio. Um, but from there, you should probably, once you get close to retirement, maybe 70 or 30. Now, it really depends not just on your age, but on your risk preferences. And we use that uh, color of money risk analysis, which really kind of pinpoints you a proprietary score. So you know, for you, how your assets should be aligned. Yeah, there you
0: go. Everybody's situation is different, right? You're always telling me that. Exactly. Yeah. So as you move closer to retirement, you want to reduce the amount of assets that are subject to risk or chance and increase the amount of assets that focus on solid performing, uh, safety. That seems like a good strategy.
1: Right and the next uh, tip that we have here too is that bucket approach and we also talked a little bit about that last week as well. Sure. And a bucket approach simply means that you have a mix that allows you to account for both short-term and long-term needs. So for retirees and near retirees alike, creating an investment strategy that includes a, a now bucket and then maybe a soon bucket and a later bucket and it may help you feel like you're more in control of your finances.
0: Right. There you go. So obviously uh, it's important to understand what bucket uh, the, your money should be in and how much, and it varies from person to person, but let's talk about this a little bit. Um, I like the bucket
1: approach. I'd urge our listeners to talk about it with you. Um, what's What's next? So we do that in tiers too. Like uh, I sometimes refer to as bucket, sometimes referred to as, as tiering, you know, stacking and oh, earmarking sure. certain portfolios. Um Income, income is is really important. Where are you gonna get your retirement income from? Now for many folks ensuring that they have a a steady income stream during retirement is is critical. I I talk to people all the time and they're used to getting paid every two weeks, consistent paychecks and in retirement our income doesn't come that way. So it's very important to have a plan and know where this income is going to be coming from. Now, it's natural to get caught up in your accumulation phase. And that's where we spend most of our investment lives is accumulating money. Your income plan actually needs a lot more dedication. There's new risks that pop up. Um, There's sequence risk. That's what I call the phantom risk of retirement when you're liquidating. Remember, we've spent our whole lives turning our paychecks into savings. Now we have to take our savings and turn them into paychecks. Mm. So it's very important that we have the right types of investments and in vehicles to produce an income stream that's going to last decades and even longer. So work with your financial services professional, address these concerns, and here's a few questions that you might be able to ask them. You know, what if market volatility becomes common? Am I am I structured to be able to weather these ups and downs? What if something sparks more inflation, low interest rates, or supply chains or what we're seeing? And what if what if my retirement lasts longer? than 25 years or 30 years. Am I gonna be able to prepare for that? Yeah, like my grandfather's 101,
0: and right now mm. he's camping. So- <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, consider that. You you might have more years than you're planning on in retirement. Uh, he's a goer still. So, mm. and those are three great questions that need to be answered before somebody can feel confident about their retirement strategy or where they're at financially, even if they're not in retirement preparing for it.
1: Uh, I think that's great. Yep, and um, hedging is really an important part, too. Hedging is kind of leaning away from your risk and balancing it out so we're not 100% relying on the market. And the article does bring up deferred annuities as another way to recession-proof. Now, this is important to not rely 100% on the market. It's also not important to run away from the market. Having the right balance is really the key. Now, as... The article references annuities have often been you know maligned with with these certain strategies but you've got to take them for what they're worth and what they're good at and if you use them the right way they do have a very attractive mix of both income guarantees and safety from from market risk now at their root deferred annuities simply have a variety of built-in protections while also still providing some potential for upside growth better than your traditional safety you know, your green money uh, areas. But you should also be aware that there are negatives with deferred annuities, such as lack of liquidity. They're considered very illiquid types of vehicles. They can have high tax rates on earnings. If it's non-qualified, you tax what's called LIFO, last in first out, and the additional expenses like fees and rider fees, especially variable annuities can tend to be very, very expensive on their fees. But don't let that scare you. If you think it might be a good fit, Make a decision when you team up with a fiduciary financial services professional like myself. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, And especially an independent fiduciary who's going to be looking out for your best interests. I think that's that's really good. If in doubt, work with a professional. I mean, I don't try to fix my own car. I'm not a mechanic (laughs) and I'm not a surgeon, so I'm not going to operate on myself. So same with your money. It's too important. You need to work with a financial
1: services pro. Right. And it's it's. there's no magic bullet. There's no magic account portfolio or product that's going to solve everyone's problems. What they're good at, they're usually, of, of certain things, are usually bad at other things. And so it's important to have the right mix so we can focus on what they're good at. This is what we need to have it do. What it's not good at, we have another vehicle that's going to make up for what that one loses. So our, our, the right balance is really the 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 perfect approach now the next piece of advice i have tony uh might i might hear some groans on this one and that's consider working (laughs) part-time during retirement working in retirement i i I know right how could it be retirement if you're still working (laughs) (laughs) but there are solutions to this i mean if you're short on income generating assets during retirement a part-time gig could be a really good option. You know, you can, can you can control when and, and how you work. You might be able to do things that you enjoy. Uh, plus, socially, you know, you get to meet new people, maybe make some more friends. If you've got some high demand skills and experience, you might be able to work as a consultant to your previous field. And perhaps you can put those skills uh, to work creating your own business, maybe a part-time you know, independent contractor. So a, a part-time job being the point is on your terms. And it's also a good way to get out of the house, stay active and engage with the world.
0: Sure. Yeah, there you go. And uh, that's good. You have to keep going and staying active is a big part of retirement. A lot of people want to work part-time in retirement. And uh, I'm sure a lot of listeners out there have an example of what too much social isolation can do to an older person. Uh, getting out of the house to spend time with other
1: people is just so important. Yeah, I, that's a really good point. I couldn't agree with you more. And another way to potentially help your finances stand up to recession is to make sure your retirement budget isn't overly reliant on market conditions. Moreover, your retirement budget should clearly determine what income stream you'll use for what expenses. So trying to find out how much money you need in retirement is really a difficult question. I mean, I, almost every time I work with someone and we start a plan, that's a that's the question they get stumped on most of the time. And they're like, gee, I've never really thought about it. So you really got to figure out you know, how much income it, it's going to take for you to have the kind of retirement you want to have. And just for a kind of a framework, a lot of people, it's net now, just they want to take home the same amount of money. But there is a rule that says if you can generate about 80% of what you're in retirement of what you generate when you're working, you can maintain the same lifestyle. But your budget should include not only things that you need, like groceries, housing, insurance, taxes, but include your wants too. You know, your travel, hobbies, entertainment, things you're going to be wanting to be doing in retirement. Yeah. Yeah. And that's
0: that's huge. Obviously, Uh, those are things people want to be doing. And uh, I think it's good, but you need a plan in place uh, to cover the financial aspect. And that's where you come in. And we've learned a lot so far today about recession proofing your finances. How do you want to wrap up today's show?
1: Well, I got one um, nice pick, and that is to train yourself to expect the unexpected. Uh, Now, I know it sounds simple, right? But I can't tell you how many times I've worked with someone who's never considered that You know, the dryer, the washing machine may go out on a random Tuesday afternoon or Uh, that beloved crazy uncle may request your attendance at this very minute, uh, last minute wedding. (laughs) (laughs) So the point is, make sure you have enough liquid cash tucked away to deal with life surprises. You know, emergency fund is definitely part of the portfolio. It should be considered. And a lot of financial service professionals recommend that you have almost a year's worth of expenses. Uh, I feel like six months worth of expenses is a solid emergency fund. That's usually what I recommend for my clients. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes that makes sense.
0: Now, if you're retired, you certainly don't want to have to put that new dryer on a credit card either, especially with interest rates rising. Uh, but then again, you don't want to put a new dryer on a credit card, even if you aren't retired, right?
1: Yes. If you have the cash, avoid paying credit card interest on new purchases, go that route. It's, it's definitely, you want, you want to have less debt in retirement. Um, another tip too, for, Guarding against recession, and we've talked about this, Tony, on on, uh, previous shows, cancel subscriptions you aren't regularly using. A GoBankrate rate study found that Americans fritter away nearly $350 a year on subscriptions that they aren't even using. It's kind of like that gym membership. You know, you're paying the gym memberships and you don't go to the gym for, you know, six months. Check out what you're paying for subscriptions. Check your spreadsheets, check your checking account, your credit card statements, and cancel those things.
0: Yeah. 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 That's uh, really, you need to look at what you're doing. We, my wife and I did that. I've mentioned this before on the show, but about a year or so ago, uh, w- my wife and I said, you know, because over COVID during 2020, we subscribed to so many <laughs> subscription services, <laughs> you know, mainly streaming services for television, but other things as uh, subscriptions, magazines, things like that and uh, we had to go through and we had so many that we were, were never using that we had stopped using so uh, we canceled those and uh, we saved a lot per month and it adds up i think you know a lot of people might not realize that but a lot of people out there are oversubscribed uh, just to the sheer volume now of streaming tv and music services book services uh, audiobooks so 350
1: is is a lot of groceries yeah. Yeah. think about it too. Like, if, look at what you watch and you, know, you watch YouTube most of the time and occasionally a Netflix or something like that? Why are you still paying for cable? You know, when's the last time you actually sat down and, you, and watched a show with commercials on it? <laughs> sure, so, exactly. so like a, a, a way to, way to trim that down for sure. Well, yeah. So, uh, what else, uh, do, can we do? Well, if we experience a recession, it's a time when you should, as much as possible, put a hold on major purchases. During a recession, you want to focus on saving, not spending. Now, if the water heater dies or, you know, you you don't have much choice of replacing things like that or that washing machine goes on on that Tuesday afternoon. Yep. But that new car, maybe you can get another year out of the one you already have. Sure. That's, good.
0: That's a good point. And most modern cars, the good news is they can go about 200,000 miles before they need to be replaced nowadays. So, I guess drive them until you get your money's worth, especially right now. New cars are scarce and expensive.
1: Yes, definitely. And you know, so in Hawaii too on the island, people don't really drive a lot of miles. That's true. So yeah, we don't really need um, being those those big purchases. Right. The next bit of advice uh, is for those people that are close to retirement. And if you're in that camp, it's important to avoid taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts until you absolutely have to, and especially when the market's performing poorly. If we're down, um, you don't want to be locking in those losses. Yeah. If you take distributions during recession or about bout of poor performance, those locking in those losses really can have a compounding effect on the value of portfolio in years and years to come. Yeah. Well, and don't make n- near-term hasty decisions,
0: basically, that could have negative consequences for your long-term financial strategy. Uh, that's one to take to heart
1: yes Uh, my last tip for recession proof your finances tony um let me get on my soapbox here a little bit, and that's to take care of your health. It's no surprise healthcare is one of the biggest expenses retirees face, but if you take care of yourself, you can really help keep those expenses down and you'll also enjoy your retirement a lot longer. Exercise regularly, eat well, stay engaged with the world and promptly address any concerns about your health with your doctor. Doing so not only keeps money in your pocket, but you're gonna have a much happier retirement.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, great show today. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time before we go how they can
1: get a hold of you, Greg? Sure. Yeah. If you have any questions of what you heard during the show today, you want to take a second look at your plan, make sure you're correctly balanced, get an income goal in place, give us a call, 808-791-2924. We're very happy to help. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with
0: our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org.